This is the show off. It's a collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses of Australian media. Pedestrian and the Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at the week in entertainment news. Anything you missed. And anything you give a shit about. I'm Josie Rosenberg-Clark, Head of Editorial at Pedestrian TV. I'm Effie Bateman, Lifestyle and Entertainment Reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Stacey Oakchief, City News Reporter here at the Batuta Advocate. Today on the show off, members of the iconic Aussie music sensation girl group Bardo are speaking out and there's a bunch of sport news including an injury and a hunger strike and loads more. Let's get into it. So before we get started on our top stories today, Effie and Josie, what are we all obsessed with this week? Well, mine is a very short one, but I'm just obsessed with the fact that the idol will not be renewed for season two. Suck it, Sam. Suck it, Sam. (laughs) Uh, So a statement from an HBO spokesperson said, The Idol was one of HBO's most original provocative programs and we're pleased by the strong audience response. (laughs) After much thought and consideration, HBO, as well as the creators and producers, have decided not to move forward with a second season, we're grateful to we're grateful to the creators, cast, and crew for their incredible work. Mm. I just love these Please? Sh- this strong yeah. audience response. <laughs> I'm picturing like the PR working yeah, on like, that. Mm, no, no, no. How do I spin yeah. this? How do I make this sound positive? The strong yeah. audience response that everyone was outraged and disgusted and hated it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You could argue that they were passionate mm. about how much they passionate hated it. and outspoken. I yes. Mean, thank God. Imagine if they did do a season two. Oh. Yeah. I didn't actually watch it because all of that, I guess, dialogue just made me – it just turned me – it didn't give me the whole, ooh, I'm intrigued. I was just like, ooh, I don't want to watch it and buy into it. Did you see the um, – I think there were leaked photos of – what the show was meant yes. to look like. It broke my heart. Yes, it, was it looked so fun. So fun. It looked like good. Hannah Montana. Yeah. I know, like yeah. Britney Spears, pop girl, cardboard cutout era. That's what we want. Yeah. We don't and want. And then these disgusting twisted men yeah. had to ruin it. Get their sticky little paws all over it. Put this show in the bin yeah. forever. We'll also, hopefully, that was the beginning and the end of the weekend's acting. <laughs> yeah. Because... <laughs> I think you should just stick to me. He's so yeah. talented as a singer, and yeah. I'm like, now I look at him really differently. You've got the ick. Yeah. I've got the yes. Mm. Yeah. So this week I'm obsessed with Will I Am. So he was just on Diary CEO the podcast. Have you heard of it? No. So obviously not as good as this podcast, but <laughs> basically they have um, CEOs, artists people who are, you know, industry leaders on and they interview them on, you know, whatever the topic. I mean, usually they go on to promote something. Yes. Um, (laughs) But Will I Am was on the most recent one and the whole thing was around creativity and like how he gets into the creative flow and, and, you know, what is creativity, which is Mm. quite a broad Mm -hmm. question when you think about it. And I just need to play to you guys his response because it is so like... (laughs) I kind of get what he's where he's going, but I'm also like, what what the fuck did you just say kind of vibes. Mm, yeah. So I'll play it. Okay, so they've asked him, what is creativity? And this is how he's responded. A sponge absorbs, <laughs> and eventually you got to rinse it out so it can absorb more. Do you think a sponge is like, oh, man, I don't want people to judge how I'm rinsing myself out. Oh, I'm going to make a mess. <laughs> A sponge ain't thinking about that. People are like, are you talking about SpongeBob? Like, no, bro. I'm talking about just like this metaphor. 
of absorbing and rinsing. It gets worse. Let's say vomiting. <laughs> it's powerful. You can't control it. What? And that's creativity. Vomiting? Wait for it. And some people would be like, yeah, that's right, Will. You'll, the stuff you make is like vomit. You make me want... No. If that's what you think, I don't care. I have to let it out. Hold on. It's like shitting. <laughs> now, people could say, yeah, Will, I am. Your shit is like shit. But I'm going to ask you, which farmer does not need manure <laughs> to grow and cultivate? You need it. You cannot farm without it. You can't grow anything without it. Okay. It's like cycles of life. And creativity is that. So that is creativity. Wow. Creativity is vomit. It's it's shitting. It's like a sponge. It has to get out I of here. I kind of get it, though. <laughs> I get but then I I'm get also... What I kind of get what he's saying. No, I do. But he... What I don't get is like... When he's like, oh, yeah, when I am, your, your shit is like shit. Yeah. And then he's like, what farmer doesn't need manure to grow and cultivate? <laughs> Where I'm like, are you admitting that your the music that you make is shit? And then someone grabs that shitty piece and of music. To make better. better music. To make better music. Yeah. He kind of lost me at the end. I yeah. kind of got the like, it has to come out. Because like Jackson Pollock literally drank paint and vomited onto the canvas. Did he really? really? Yeah. So you could call that like literally Will I Am's yeah. metaphor in action. But then it's like the farmer. Also, what was with the British accent? Like, why was <laughs> is he, he? Is he British? Why was he? <laughs> but all throughout. <laughs> why the... were his critics only yeah. from like East London? It's like understand. when you get drunk. Do you guys ever put on an English accent when you get drunk? You just start oh, talking in my, British accent. My cousin and I were American for an entire Ooh. home bake festival. Because she was like super Southern? hungover and she just couldn't <laughs> stop speaking an American accent. Yeah. So we just like leaned into it, it and we got it. interviewed on Channel V as Americans. <laughs> and my mum texted me because <laughs> she had it on hoping she'd see us in the crowd. <laughs> She's like, you are such a fucking idiot. <laughs> Did you come up with like a whole story? Yeah, we had yeah. a whole yeah, yeah. stories. We were from San Diego. We worked at the zoo. Yeah. 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 So yes, that's I do believe yeah. <laughs> speaking an accent sometimes. Well, that's creativity. You know? Yeah, it just had yeah. to come out of yeah. me. It was like vomit and shit yeah. at the same yeah. time. If he like vomits and shits at the same time, mm. is that like ultra creative? Yeah. That's when you're like that's a, when the magic happens. That's yeah. when you're like a multi hyphenate. You know, creative. Or like a double threat, like yeah. a singer and a dancer. Yeah. Is vomit vomit and shitting Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, I highly recommend it. If anyone wants to listen to it, you can watch it on YouTube. Diary of CEO. CEO. Um, well, my obsession is a, another left-hand turn from, from your two. <laughs> so I need to preface this by saying I was never obsessed with normal people, shockingly, as a female living in the world <laughs> i do not watch normal people i do not listen to sad girl music so i am not a paul mescal and phoebe bridges fan separately but for some reason i am obsessed with their relationship and deeply obsessed with their breakup which has been going on somehow for like all of this year there's so many layers to it <laughs> i just can't get enough of it and like pedestrian readers can't either like every time we write anything about them it's like thousands of people are like what what is the update Give us the tea. So basically, they got engaged in May 2022. They've been dating for two years. But by December last year, they seemed to be off because Phoebe was spotted canoodling, canoodling with Bo Burnham, comedian, at a comedy show. Not his comedy show. Ooh. Someone else's comedy mm. show. <laughs> Important context. 
So despite occurring late last year, it just keeps going. There's all these updates. And the latest was from Dumois. We love a blind item. We love yep. secret submissions from secret squirrels. I believe all of them. <laughs> it could literally be like someone's brother just writing in for fun. Who cares? So Dumois had a tip in inverted commas, from a listener that said, I can confirm that Paul is telling people that him and Phoebe were married in secret. Not sure if they actually were married or not. The person has quantified (laughs) this goss with, but this is what he's saying. Someone I know went on a date with him where he told her he wasn't over his ex and that a big reason that he wasn't over it is because that they got married not long before they broke up. Which is just like, it just adds another, like you said, another layer to it all that she was then smooching someone else because apparently she cheated. There was, there was crossover allegedly. Yeah. But hey, I think he's fine. He's super hot and really buff at the moment because he's doing gladiator. So this week I wanted to chat with you guys about the iconic 2000s pop sensations, Bardo. Please do. So I'm taking everyone back to Mm -hmm. the early 2000s, before maths, Mm -hmm. before the Kardashians and even before Australian Idol. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say our first taste into reality TV was the show Pop Stars. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, did you guys watch it, remember watching it? Mm -hmm. I watched it with my mum and one night we went to a – um, we went to see The Sixth Sense and it was the same night as the finale, so we taped it on VHS. Oh, that um, brings me back. Yeah. <laughs> and when you would accidentally tape movie. over something yes. on VHS, oh, yeah. the nightmares. I wrote, pop stars finale, do not take out of VCR for my brother so that he didn't. But, yeah, it was a big deal. We had to tape it. Big it deal. Um, so I guess maybe for those who don't know, I don't know, we might have some Gen Z listeners <laughs> who have no idea what the – fuck we're talking about (laughs) the show pop stars was kind of like an australian idol slash x factor except the goal of the show was to find australia's next like big girl pop group uh and the show pretty much documented their you know rise to stardom Mm. i guess um our very own i guess spice girls would you say yeah i was gonna say it was just post like in the couple of years after the spice girls dropped being a thing which mm. was the worst day of my life when they broke up um i guess it was capitalizing on that yeah. mania because there were a lot of boy bands around then yeah and sync backstreet boys yeah. but there weren't like heaps of girl bands no. after the spice girls so it was a very clever idea very clever and so from the show there were five women who were selected to be in the group so obviously we've got sophie monk uh, Belinda Chapel, Katie Underwood, Tiffany Wood and Sally Polaris. I think I'm pronouncing that right, but if I'm not, I apologise. And they went on to form the group Bardo. Mm. Does Bardo mean, or is it after Bridget Bardo? Bridget I Bardo. Assume, yeah. I assume, yeah, yeah. That makes it was sense. after the retail chain. <laughs> 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 so their first debut single was none other than poison what a tune lives in my mind rent free lives on the pedestrian office playlist constantly yeah i would say (laughs) once a day at least yeah um so i guess maybe just a couple little stats on it because i forgot how big of a deal it actually Mm. was but poison went on to become double platinum um and it debuted number one on the australian aria singles chart and it became the sixth highest selling single in australia in 2000 and was nominated for highest selling single 
at the 2000 ARIA Music Awards, uh, losing to Madison Avenue's Don't Call Me oh, Baby, wow. which is a blast from the past yes. in itself. What year was this? Like 2000. 2000, yeah. right. Yeah, on wow. the dot 2000s. Yeah. What a time. What a time. And that's when you had to physically go and buy singles. Yeah. Like, that harder. wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to like listen to that yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. What a banger. Like you had to go down a HMV. Mm. Sanity. Sanity. Oh, sanity. So why I kind of bring this all back up is Belinda Chappell. She was just on Mia Friedman's podcast, No Filter, um, and she's kind of speaking out for the first time, dishing out what really happened behind Mm. the scenes in the girl group. Stale tea. I love it. Yes. Yeah, she's bringing it back up. Well, she is... Has just launched a book, so right. there okay, we this, go. Yeah, yeah. She's on a podcast. Why? Why? <laughs> yes, but basically, in she kind of details how when they were in the show, they had narrowed it down to ten contestants, mm. and before they were going to pick the final five, they basically handed all ten contestants a contract saying pretty much saying, you know, if you don't sign this, we're going to pick someone else. Oh, okay. who has? And they all knew that because everyone knew that they only wanted five people. It Mm. was like everyone obviously had immense pressure to sign. Mm. Um, So Belinda took the contract to the lawyer, as everyone should when they get a contract, Uh, and the lawyer basically told her that she wouldn't be making a cent and she would pretty much only be getting a daily wage of $35. And any money uh, that they that the band earned, band, what do you call it, a band that the group, group earned, yeah. would be going straight to the creators who own the concept and the record company. Oh my yeah. god! And that's estimated was estimated is estimated to be twenty eight million dollars. Well, see, that's the shitty oh thing. My lord. Is ideally in that when that happened. It would have been great if all ten of them could Just be like, like fuck this. We'll be like, yeah. fuck this, no. Yeah. But because, you know, there is that competitive mm. aspect of it, because they're just a bunch of nobodies who they, – they, there's no way they can ever get a platform without – chances are they won't get mm. a platform without this company. Mm. This The company knows that and that's why they can just shaft yeah. them and pay them nothing. Yeah, That would have been the only solution if – and they're also they're probably very young. Yeah. 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 I wonder if, like, any of the others took it to a lawyer. Like – I think, oh, I don't know. Well, she said that she ended up signing it either way because she was just like, if I don't sign this, I'm not in it. But she was also saying that apparently in the contract, it said that in the contract, it said that they needed to say like fit, like AKA they pretty much needed to stay skinny. That is so true. Yeah. It just shows the sign of the times. Yeah. Sign of the times. (laughs) And I thought like it was quite interesting because we obviously hear about all this mistreatment with Mm. female pop stars in America by their management, but we don't really usually, I mean, maybe because obviously Australian music industry is a lot smaller, but we don't really see it on home soil, I would say. But what I want to know is I wonder how different their careers slash lives would be if the show aired today. Mm. Well, I think the big difference is is when you had like reality TV in early 2000s, the only avenue really, if you went on Big Brother, you might get a radio gig or you might get a role in Neighbours. Like if you remember, I think it was Blair from oh, season one. Yes. He was hot. Such a crush on him. I had the biggest flavor crush saver. on him. Yes. Yeah. Him and Shannon Noll were those flavour yeah. savers. Oh, fucking hell. But they, there was nothing else they mm. could do. Whereas at least now you've got Instagram to fall back on. You can build a social media following. Yeah. You can do things on your own. Yeah. But yeah. 
That's the only saving grace of... Yeah, it was literally like... And look, Sophie Monk made a career out of... Her personality. Out of Bardo. Like Mm. she did use that as a platform. And I guess that was the decision that Belinda made was, okay, I'll do it because it might be a stepping stone into Mm. something else. Mm. But you're taking a gamble there and they lost so much. I mean, you know, we have seen bands formed on reality shows that have not got shafted like that. I don't think One Direction made $35 a day after X Factor. Um, I do think the producers and the record company and Simon Cowell are laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, absolutely. But I still think they They were fine, you know. So you'd hope that would not happen today, but fucking hell, it wasn't that long ago that it did. Yeah. Well, it's it's the equivalent of an internship. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. $35 a day. You get more for like babysitting. Yeah. For like way more. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, way more. (laughs) And yeah. I think as well when they did appearances and stuff, majority of the money from that would go to mm. like their manager. So it's basically like working for free. It's yeah, thirty five dollars. But like that was a it, lunch right? and a drink. They were sold in on like yeah. this is you're gonna be huge and you're gonna and like even when they did, they're mm. like, Okay, well why is nothing changed? Yeah. Mm. And they're still locked into these contracts yeah. and yeah. they start, it's No wonder it fucked. didn't last, last because long. what was the fucking motivation to do yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone wants to buy her book? Go for it. Good old Belinda. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to help her out now. I kind of want to watch Five Stars again. Same. <laughs> and for our final story today, we've got heaps of goss in the sports world. Mm. And seeing as Wendell's still on Kentucky, Josie, would you like to step in? I sure would because I don't know if you guys saw there was a, an article. We actually did it on Pedestrian. It said um, two Aussie tourists have in Dubrovnik have fallen off a cliff. I saw that. And I read it and of course it is Wendell. He's is he fallen, okay? Yeah, he's now fallen off the cliff to add to his Vespa accident. Oh. He's recovering in hospital. Yeah, he's just the man with a thousand lives. He's yeah. like a cat. Yeah, who knows what we'll learn next week of yeah. his adventures. But um, yeah, I hope you have a speedy recovery, Wendell. <laughs> I know you'll be listening. Yeah, <laughs> um, from your hospital bed. From a hospital bed. And I hope that I do Wendell proud right now because I'm about to delve into um, sports tea. <laughs> and there's a lot of it. There's wow. heaps. It's all happening and maybe I'm just having Wendell withdrawals but I just can't stop talking about sports. So I'm going to kick things off Ooh. with a little pun there um, by talking about the footy. And by footy I mean AFL. There is no other footy yes. that I care about. Yes. So I'm going to talk about AFL. So the top eight teams have been decided and they play finals. I'm going to talk to you like your five. Toddlers. Please. <laughs> <laughs> they are the ones that will play finals. And what's really exciting is that both Sydney teams made it into the top eight. And that is big because New South Wales is not an AFL state. It's like NRL state. They launched the Giants here, which is my team that I follow, to kind of bring up, you know, the game in New mm. South Wales and make it a thing. And there was a lot of resistance from, you know, fans in other states and like teams in other states that were like, no, you should do a third South Australian team because it's big here or WA, it's big there as well. Mm. Or the Tassie team that might be happening in a few years. Mm. It was like, stop trying to make New South Wales happen. <laughs> well, New South Wales is happening because they're both in the top eight. For a bit of um, perspective, neither WA team made it into the top eight. In fact, one of them got the wooden spoon. 
What does that mean? Last out of 18 teams. They got smacked on the bottom. Yeah. Wooden Spoon is dead last and they won the premiership a few years ago. So that is a sad decline for the Eagles. And only one of the South Australian teams made it in. So this is big. It's a big deal. And, you know, I'll even like shout out the Swans, even though I fucking hate them, for making it into the top eight. Yay for footy. Go Giants. You can check out the finals Mm -hmm. on Channel 7. They play all the finals. But you will have to endure Eddie Maguire talking at times. Is it Ooh. next? Is it this weekend or do they have no, a break? No, they have a break. Yep. They have a break to like work on their muscles, a iron of, their short shorts, yeah. get their fades trimmed yep. and away they go. Nice. Is it AFL? Is that the one big for haircuts? Yes. I actually started an Instagram account a few years ago where I like charted all the AFL hairstyles <laughs> and, you know, if someone had a dramatic haircut, yeah. I would, you know, if he had a man bun, which was big a few years ago yes. when I started the account. Do you reckon, is Bailey the one responsible for mullets? Um, he's definitely the most famous he, mullet, yeah. but there are a lot of mullet mm, big mullets in the AFL. That's a big thing. It used to be man buns when I started. Then there are a lot of fades Ooh. and that's why I stopped doing it because everyone just... I don't had like a fade. Fans. It was boring. I like mullets. It was just like being down Dirty at Coogee on a Saturday. Like. I would <laughs> love to see one of them rock like a TikTok haircut. You know how all the boys on the TikTok little, like, have like the frills? Oh, yes. How? A couple of them do. Chef's kiss. Do. It is. You know what hairstyle I miss? You know the ones where... <laughs> oh, like Leonardo DiCaprio in the 90s? Yes, and it's like fluff. <laughs> yes, yes. Middle part? The middle part. Yeah. Now I fucked up my friend. Yeah. Oh, they were For gorgeous, content. weren't they? I'll send you a couple of uh, accounts because there is a guy that Can has that hair. Can you send us hair. your account? Yeah, I will. It's okay. um, AFL hair if anyone's interested. Ooh. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm going to have to like bring it back. Yeah. You have to, yeah. I think I will. This is one of the things I will do when I have no job in a few weeks' time. My Harry Potter fan fiction and my AFL hair account. Um, and then my final bit of sports tea, and you guys will be across this. I'm all this about this. fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. And the story just keeps getting more unhinged. Like I can't – I was actually laughing the other day, but in like that way of like if I don't laugh, I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just – it's escalating and it's just so annoying. So what I'm talking about, I think if you're listening, you probably know, is all the Spanish drama. I'm just going to call it Spanish drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to recap, if you're not across it somehow, I don't know how you couldn't be because it's definitely everywhere in mainstream media. But following Spain's victory at the Women's World Cup, which we were like, yay, because we hated England because they beat Australia. Now I regret making sangria and going for Spain (laughs) because something fucked up is going on in the like upper echelons of Spanish football. The chief of the Royal Spanish Football Federation, his name is Luis Rubiales. Sexy name, terrible guy. He was congratulating players and he grabbed the head of one of the players, Jenny Hermoso, and kissed her on the lips. And her hands are like, what are you doing? They're like kind of flailing. Not flailing, but she's not touching him. She's not grabbing him back. She's not pulling him in. Her hands aren't clasped passionately across his bald head. No, he like like grabbed her head as well. Like with his big manly hands. So there was outrage straight away. Like when the footage aired, it was like everyone kind of took to Twitter first. But it wasn't then, about the win anymore. It no, was just about this fucking thing. It was just thing. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, people calling him out and then he brushed it off as men do in these situations. And there was kind of this weird joint statement where Rubiales and Hermoso both released this statement. But conveniently that came via the Spanish Football Federation. Mm. So it was like, is this really her? 
mm. releasing this statement, kind of saying, oh, it's fine, it's nothing. But then, you know, she had some time to think about it and yeah. then she condemned his actions. Um, she put out a lengthy statement saying that it wasn't consensual. She called it not enjoyable. It um, looked not mood. enjoyable. It absolutely did not. He gave this kind of non-apology where he said it was wrong, but he didn't actually apologise. Yeah. Um, so now it's just because it was a non-apology, people are just piling more and more on top of him, calling for him to resign, calling for him to be fired. FIFA have provisionally suspended Rubiales, but people are like, get rid of him, like Ooh. forever. Um, but now he's doubling down and being like, well, she instigated it, which this is when I nearly but laughed the other day. It. I'm like, it's literally, it's not like this happened behind closed doors and it's he said, she yeah. said. We all saw it. You can't instigate it if your hands are out yeah. by your sides and you're grabbing her, the back of her head and pulling her towards you. She also isn't in the position of power here. You're 45, she's 33. You're like a big tall man and you're also her boss. Yeah. You're the chief of the Spanish Football Federation. She's not going to like, Slash, you know, she yeah. in the moment was just like, okay. Mm. And in the moment was like, oh, it's fine. We're all celebrating. But when she had time to think about it and she said this in her statement, you know, it was she was in a bit of shock, and that and mm. that happens to and a lot of people. Okay, yeah. she's allowed to be like, yeah. "Hang on, I'm Oof. not comfortable with that." So. It happens a lot in those situations where you can be so in shock. Mm-hmm. I've had things happen where even a few days, a week later, I was like, "Oh wait, hang on," yeah, because you haven't years later, yeah. you yeah. can be like, "Yeah, right, that wasn't in the middle right. of the night, lying in bed, yeah. you're like, hang on a minute, yeah. that was a bit fucked." Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, totally, yeah. and that's allowed. But the Spanish Football Federation are considering taking legal action against her because they believe what? that she is saying that he's lied. So they are absolutely – they have no PR because this damage control is terrible. Oh they now God. want to sue her or, like, take legal action against her. But 81 Spanish players are now on strike, hmm. including the entire winning squad of the World Cup. And even their coach, Jorge Vilda, who is – deeply controversial even he's condemning this guy so you know that like you fucked up when problematic guy number one is condemning you but maybe he's just like oh great no one's talking about me me. i'm just a winning coach yeah but it's taken yet another turn god (laughs) so uh rubialis's elderly mother and angela's biha has reportedly locked herself in a church with her sister She's on a hunger strike until Jenny Hermoso, quote, tells the truth. Fucking so, starve. Then. Yes. Go on. Starve. Have fun. Good luck to you. Luisa's cousin was speaking outside the church and she said, Luisa's mom is a very religious person. She sought refuge in God and started a hunger strike. She doesn't <laughs> want to come out of the church. We're all suffering. Oh, please. Where's my tiniest violin? Um, because of what's happened to Luis, which doesn't seem at all fair to us. Okay. She's probably secretly in there just like having the <laughs> the, way for the, the wine <laughs> and the bread and all of that. Um, and then the cousin went on to say he's been condemned already without being tried. It was filmed. We all saw it on the screen. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to gaslight us, but yeah. we've seen it. We've well, seen what, it. what is he saying? Is there a reason why he's being like she instigated it? Is he saying like, oh, she t- she said something to me before? Is it that is 
the statement, full stop. He just, like, says said that she, like, ins- like I'm like, how did she instigate it? Like, kiss me really hard on the yeah, lips right now. like, Do what? It, it doesn't make sense. A look in her and eyes, he was, maybe? if you look at the footage, he's kissing everyone. Like, she's the only one that he grabs. Kisses, like, but he's everyone. He was carrying a girl over his shoulder oh, yeah. with his hand, like, maybe two inches mm. from her ass. Like he's all over everyone. He's he's handsy. Like he's one of those creepy uncles. Like yeah. where's my hug? He's Ooh. a where's my hug guy, and it's not cool. Um, anyway, the the um, <laughs> the cousin says the facts speak for them. There are videos. Yes, we know. Yeah, there are audio recordings. Jenny, say the truth. What? Jenny doesn't need to. Jenny doesn't need to say anything. We all saw the. I think he's got to go. And that's like that's the latest. Um, that's who knows what's going to happen to the mum? Who knows how embarrassed he is that his mum's now into the chat? <laughs> you know what it is? Like, if she's is she in her eighties? Is she old? Yeah. So with her, I reckon it would have been she met her husband when she was fourteen and he was twenty five. Yeah. And the way they met is that he just grabbed her and put her in the boot of his car yeah, with his hand two inches. Yeah. yeah. And like, sorry, marry me. So she's like, oh, a kiss. That's mm. fine. Yeah. Like this is such a because in comparison yeah. to prob- like you hear the stories your grandparents mm. tell you, it's like oh, yeah, with the age gap. You're like, yeah, oh. where well, it was a different time. It was a, yeah, it was yeah. fine to forcibly grab women and kiss them. And now we just we don't have time for that shit yeah. anymore. Which is so great. I actually love. I love it. All of this. Yeah, but it, I do feel like it's like no one is talking about their win at all. It's just no. like. Just, it's creative. Well, that's also disappointing as well because it's like it is. this is a huge moment yeah. in women's sport yeah. and now it's shadowed by this Man. asshole. Yeah. 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 But probably it's I saw that um Aussie Olympian um Yana Pittman was talking on Q and A this week about how a coach, a very high up coach, kissed her years ago. Oh. And to our point, she was she always was like, Oh, like I wasn't that into it, but whatever. And then with all of this coming out, it's made her reflect on that. And that happened decades ago. It's made her reflect and be like, that, that wasn't was right. so yeah. not right. It was non-consensual. I wasn't into it, but I just went along with it because it's just what us girlies do, isn't it? Yeah. Can men just no more. stop? No like, more. God, that annoys me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that he's getting called the fuck out. Yeah. but. I hope he resigns. Hopefully he just resigns because it's just the scrutiny is too yeah. much and he's just like, you know what, I chose to leave. Yeah, <laughs> we will. But anyway, time will tell. Time will tell. I wonder what happened to his mum. She got to commit to this? Yeah, I don't know. It's very much mama's boy. Like he's definitely a mama's boy if his yeah. mum's doing that. It is that. classic boy mum. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, time will tell. I guess we'll check on Mrs. Rubialis, <laughs> Mama Rubialis. <laughs> In next week's episode, she might still be there. Well, that's all we've got for you this week in entertainment. Thanks for listening and join us again next week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.